Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks to Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations across the nation, including the American Now stations on a Friday. Strings. Hey, where are my horns at? What the heck was that? Big lunch today. What day is it anyway? Where's Bob Guthrie? Come on. Friday. Absolutely. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Yes, indeed. Friday. Uh huh. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. What the heck? I'm in a good mood. Let's make it a free speech Friday. JoePags.com. Go there, click on Facebook or Twitter or email, and you can freely speak there as well. And uh, Carrie, we're not gonna we're not gonna um, yell, scream, nor attempt to kill anybody because they they are free with their thoughts. Good for you, excellent. That, that's what we'll do It'll on be a free a good speech show Friday. Then mm-hmm. any other day, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, by the way, it'll be um, the um, the Motor City Madman himself. Awesome, the Nuge. The Nuge. Ted Nugent will be on Love bottom it. of the hour, bottom of the first hour, and we'll talk about stuff. I wonder if he will have an opinion on Liam Neeson and his anti-gun rant this week. I'm going to say yes. I'm not sure. Ted, normally very um, <laughs> um, quiet about his opinions. Mm-hmm. Keeps really? to himself a lot. Some would say an introvert. Um, No, I would not say no? that at You wouldn't say that? All. No. Oh, he will uh, he's definitely also, have an opinion. He's also got an opinion on um, on, on having an Ebola czar mm-hmm. in, in Africa. He wrote a, a piece recently, so we've got that for you. Um, also, I want to ask him, he was attacked pretty harshly in uh, in the Texas race for governor and lieutenant governor. Now, those who aren't in Texas, let me fill you in. Ted is from the Detroit, Michigan area, if not from Detroit itself. And that's thus the Motor City Madman. 
he now lives in Texas. I think he still has residence in, in Michigan as well. So those of you listening in Grand Rapids and those of you listening in you know, all over the great Iron Mountain, all over the, the great state of Michigan, um, Ted has not gotten up and left. He's still your favorite son. For a while when I was up there anchoring the news, it looked like Ted might actually um, run for governor mm. of the great state of, uh, of Michigan. Interesting. He's now a, a Texan. And, and also a Michigander. It's not. Uh, I know people say Michiganian. It's Michigander. Michigander. It is. Okay. Just, All right. I'm just saying. Fine. All right. I believe you. Um, during the last race for governor, the 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 woman Wendy Davis, who ran for for governor as a Democrat, um, was known because she catheterized herself and then uh, filibustered a an abortion bill that ended up being passed anyway. But she filibustered. That's how she got national recognition, and the president was retweeting her and everything else. Well, she was running for governor, and uh, another lawmaker, local lawmaker, uh, Letitia Vandepute, was running for, for lieutenant governor. And as they were campaigning, Greg Abbott, the new governor of Texas, he was the attorney general, a great attorney general. He's going to be a great governor for Texas. Um, had Ted Nugent was out on some of these campaign stops with him. And what Wendy Davis and Letitia Vandepue were saying, and they're just disgusting and vile to, to say things. They were calling Ted Nugent a pedophile. They were saying that uh, that uh, somebody who, who who likes little girls and pe- a pedophile was out campaigning for Greg Abbott. And they, you know why they were saying that, right, Carrie? Because I actually talked to Ted about it. Um, they were saying that because uh, I think in the VH1 Behind the Music mm-hmm. on Ted Nugent, they talked about his... He was pretty m- promiscuous back in the day. I do remember that. He had a, yeah. he had a lot of women. Yeah. And, and you know, a, he was this rock star guy in the 70s and 80s. And he's still a rock star, but, I mean, he's, a, he's older and he's been married for a long time. And he's got a big family and everything else. But back then, in, in the VH1 piece, they said he had, what, a, 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 an insatiable, you know, hunger or thirst or something for young girls. Mm-hmm. And then they were showing shots of, of girls who were of age and saying young girls, meaning younger than he was. But, I mean, the allegation was never that, that he was a pedophile. But right. what Wendy Davis and Letitia Vandepute's Ill, ill-gotten um, campaign teams were doing, they were trying to say that Greg Abbott somehow has no... Um, has no discretion and and no is bad judgment and he's irresponsible because he's got a quote unquote known pedophile campaigning for him. And I asked Ted about that. I said, Ted, maybe I missed it, but on the on the behind the music, they're talking about how you were you couldn't control yourself and you you know everybody every woman who was throwing their, themselves at you, you were like, okay, I'm a rock star. Um, but they were women, weren't they? And he said, well, yeah, they only said girls because. Like girls, 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 uh, or you know, uh, that was it. The Van Halen song, "Girls, Girls, Girls." Uh, Motley Crue. That song. Motley Crue. Was it Motley Crue? Yeah. I mean, they, they did, when they sang that song, did people think they were talking about seven-year-olds? Uh, no. They were talking about girls in bikinis at the beach and, and acting the fool. Yeah, they were. So now I, I'm not, and Ted isn't um, at this point. Uh, I'm not. I'm not recommending that lifestyle that you sleep around with everybody. And he's certainly a changed man since then. But they really did hang their hat in that campaign on the idea that Ted Nugent somehow was was out, you know, being a, a pedophile. And, and I, I'm stunned to be honest with you that he hadn't sued him. Um, but we talked to him about that, and I just wonder if he feels vindicated now because not only did they lose, 
But they just got smoked. Uh, I mean, did, Wendy yeah. Davis lost by what, 22? I, 21 or 22 points. And it was like, you know, if Wendy Davis does better than uh, 13%, then they'll consider a win. Um, a 13% difference. No, she got slaughtered. Yeah, it was bad. And Letitia Vandepute now, I think, wants to be the mayor of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And that's just a joke. Because, again, if these are people that did campaign ads. And everybody in every state that's listening right now has seen or heard a similar campaign ad. This person, because I happen to be a Republican, doesn't care about children, doesn't care about education, hates women, hates old people, hates those who are who are underprivileged, and this guy has a pedophile out campaigning for him. That that's what they thought was going to win the race for them, and you wonder why conservatives slash Republicans did so well in the last November election. So yeah, we'll have Ted on. Bottom of the hour. If you've got a question for Ted, you can email it to me. Just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, and, uh, and click on the email address. It's on the right-hand side. You can always click on the Facebook or the Twitter on the left-hand side. I'll post something in a minute on Ted. Uh, actually, I already did on the, um, on the Facebook page. I think that I've posted something on both that Ted will be on. But maybe I'll post, okay, it's Free Speech Friday, what's on your mind? It's always fun when I do that, Carrie, because people can't control themselves. I know. <laughs> they go a little crazy, don't they? Now, here's a little update because people are wondering. Um, I got a Facebook message yesterday, um, the, the one from the uh, United Arab Emirates. Yes. The guy did not respond back to me because I told him if you do again, it's going to be trouble. So he hasn't responded back. But Good. I've gotten phone calls. I've gotten emails from people. I've gotten Facebook messages. I can't believe that guy would say that. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It's vile. Thank you. I appreciate people backing me up. There's also another guy um, who I got this, I mean, disgusting long letter about what a piece of garbage I am. And um, it just went on and 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 on the great Joe Pags and who do you think you are and blah, blah, blah. And then he ends it with friend you, which isn't friend at all. And, of course, my answer to him, and this is a long thing, just telling me, just picking me apart, man. Wow. And and my response to him was, thanks for listening. How am I going to convince that's, that guy? You know what I mean? Great. You're How never do I convince to. that guy? Never. You'll ne- you never will. So, so his response awesome. to my response is eat uh, mm. Shinola. Mm-hmm. And then he calls me like a, a feminine uh, um, uh, uh, product. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. That's but, some anger issues. That? I know what you're talking about. But who's, who's the maker? Uh, uh, Massingale. Oh, something, yeah, yeah, some, something like that. Yeah. And he said that I should eat something. So, <laughs> so I, I decided to go to his Facebook page, uh huh, and um, just to find out what this guy's deal is, and and I did, and every other post was friend you and friend this life and hmm. everything just friended up and everything else. Wow. And um, what's interesting is is. I then understood who he was mm-hmm. and who the guy was is just an angry little elf who can't, who can't figure like out his life and he, everything gets him mad. So I wrote him. I said, he, he looked at your page. You're an angry little elf. <laughs> Deep breath. It'll be okay. So he writes back. Oh, man. Today. Mm-hmm. Not even making this up. What are you talking about, man? Yeah, I had a rough road, but nothing worse than others. Wow, it's weird you would just pick me out of everyone what? to look at their page, man. I'm flattered, but damn cool, I I guess. What's the hee-hee for? Dude, I listen to you every night here uh, in Pennsylvania, 9 p.m., the Joe Pag Show. Hell yeah, dude. 
what's going on with that guy? And I'm like, what level of, of um, psychotropic drugs must you be delving into? That, that was my thought. And then he writes yeah. this. Oh, by the way, man, I got a theory about Obama. Blah, 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 blah. He's a bit about Obama and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's okay. And then he writes me this like an hour ago. So I just got some hate mail from other people I talked to on Facebook private messaging. And apparently my Facebook got hacked at some point this week. And whoever did it ain't the first time it's happened. And I'm going to assume that whatever you said to me was response to something they said to you, which I hope was not bad as the stuff they said to my other friends. If they did, I'm truly sorry. Oh, and I'm trying to stop wow. this. I don't know how. They keep doing it. So if that is why you said that to me, then I'm sorry about that, Joe. I'm trying to get it all straightened out. I wrote him back. I believe that. When someone sends me a vile and profane message, I tend to click on their name to see what the deal is. That's what I did with you, and your timeline was filled with negativity. In case you don't know what you sent me, I'll copy it here. And I sent him everything. Mm-hmm. Good. Wow, dude. I don't have that on my end. It seems to be the same thing that my other friends, too. I swear, Joe. What? Listen, I don't know the guy. I'm not going to say his first and last name. I'm okay. going to call him out on national radio. Uh, he knows who he is if he's listening. Yeah, it is. There's no doubt in my mind that he sent me the original one. Yeah. Because the original one talks about my show and what he doesn't like about it. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that somebody out of the blue, because I haven't been on in Pennsylvania that long. Somebody out of the blue passes by his computer and goes, oh, look at that. Sparky's still logged on. Let me jump on there and attack talk about Joe a Pags. radio host. Yeah. Let me go after a radio host. Let me go after some radio guy that I have Dude. no idea who he is. That'll really hurt him to go after a radio guy. I'm and I'm like, sure I buy come that. on, man. Now, listen, yeah. I'm not asking for an apology. I get that sometimes we get in the mood and we write dumb stuff. I, I understand that. But don't try to make me believe that somebody picked me out of the blue, sent me this big, long thing from somebody who obviously really knows you know, what I do on my show, and he doesn't like some of it, um, and then, you know, tell me off and curse, curse, curse. Listen, stand up, take it, admit it. It's okay. We can still be friends. Oh, but don't try nice. to make me believe don't somebody lie went on your about computer, it. I know. hacked your Facebook account, and the first person <laughs> they wanted to screw with was me. <laughs> Come on, dude. God! I'm not buying that. All right, 1-800-383-9624. If you've got questions for the Nuge, want to hear from you. Um, Al Sharpton has called an emergency meeting. Yeah, he has. I'll tell you why. We come back <laughs> to the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. Joe Pags. Great to have you here. Free Speech Friday on your radio. The Joe Pag Show. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Glad to have you along for the ride. Lots going on. There are tons. There is tons going on. There is. There are tons. There is tons. There are tons going on. Tons. You know, there, there are tons is right, but it sounds wrong. Yeah. There are tons going on. Well, what is going on? Tons. Yeah. Tons. Can, but honestly... In proper English, tons could be one unit. So it could be there is tons going on. Hmm. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You want to hear something that will freak you out? What? I'm going to watch the Olympic Games tonight. Mm-hmm. The, the Olympic Games is on, is correct, not are on. Is on, right. The Olympic, the Olympic Games, Games, that is singular. The Olympic Games is a singular yes, event. It's yes. a singular gathering. Yes. But would you say... The Olympics is on or are on? Hmm. The Olympics are on. Definitely would be is. Same thing as Olympic Games. You just look at the games off. It's still one event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, still so how about you right, shut your face? But... Okay. How hey, about that? fine. How about Mr. That? English professor. News lady. Blah, blah, blah. On Friday. Let me give you an blah, blah, English blah. lesson. <laughs> 1-800-383-9624. Al Sharpton has had it. And he's not going to take it anymore. And he has called an emergency <laughs> meeting. I have posted this on my Facebook page and my Twitter. Go there now. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. You'll see a Twitter and a Facebook link. If you'd rather just get directly there um, and not go through the through the website, that's fine, too. Just at Joe Talk Show or Facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. Al Sharpton has had it. He's called an emergency meeting because there just aren't enough Black people represented in in the Academy Award nominations. That is an emergency. Can you imagine living your life (laughs) only through the spectrum of race? No. I can't even imagine it. No. I mean, if everybody did what Al Sharpton does, we would be such a horrible country. Thank God it's only idiots like him and and, and an assorted number of other people. But think about this for a second. Al Sharpton who calls himself the Reverend. I don't revere him, so it's just Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton, tax cheat, has left, uh, was left fuming mad after the Oscars revealed its all-white nominees for this year's Oscar Awards on Thursday. So now he's called what he's calling an emergency meeting. An emergency meeting. Who does he want to meet with? The Who's going to be at the emergency meeting? The bigwigs in Hollywood, maybe? The movie industry is like the Rocky Mountains. The higher you get, the whiter it gets, Sharpton quipped in a statement released later in the afternoon. Sharpton, a critic of the lack of diversity in Hollywood, has also announced he was holding an emergency meeting next week to address the issue. Quote, I have called an emergency meeting next week in Hollywood with the task force to discuss what task force? Possible action around the Academy Awards, he said. The prestigious award ceremony was widely criticized after its nominees for Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Director were all white. 
In the past two decades, this has happened only one other time, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Sharpton praised the Oscars for nominating the civil rights film Selma for Best Picture, but said it was ironic because the film is based on Dr. Martin Luther King's marches. Said Sharpton, quote, the lack of diversity in today's Oscar nominations is appalling. And while it is good that Selma was nominated for Best Picture, it's ironic that, the nominated, uh, that they nominated a story about the racial shutout around voting well, there's a racial shutout around the Oscar nominations. With all the talent in Selma and the black, other black movies this year, it's hard to believe that we have less diversity in the nominations today than in recent history. I'm sorry, I never looked at Selma as a black movie. Did I, did I screw up, Carrie? No, you did not. Is it a black movie? I didn't think it was. It's a movie about a movie. Uh, about civil rights in yeah. the United States, right? Yes. It's an American movie, no? It is, yes. The actors in the movie, I think, are portraying Americans. I believe so. Let me say this. If everybody acted like the idiot Al Sharpton, then we would go on and on and on all day long. The majority of the people in this country who are white would go on and on and on every day about the lack of representation in the NBA. About the hmm. lack of representation in Major League Baseball. The lack of representation in, in uh, NFL football. You know why we don't do that? Why? Because we just want the best people to make the teams. Mm-hmm. And we just want to watch the best games we possibly can. And when we go to the movies and you watch a movie, you want to say, that was a good movie. No, was, boy, that was a good black movie. Or that was a good white movie. That didn't make any sense. Why does he say a movie is black? Can you imagine if I said, you know, not enough white movies represented oh, in there? No, no, I'd be no. the racist of the country. Yeah, you but he would. can say that and call Can't a freaking that. meeting of the task force. I've got a task force for him to check out. I farted seven times earlier. I'd like him to choose his favorite. <laughs> That's about all he's worth to me. Got it. What? It was seven times, though. Got it. What a gassy it. day so oh, far. Oh, yuck. We'll get back into that. Al Sharpton again showing his, his racist nature, and nobody calls him out on it except me. Keep it. Uh, Ted Nugent on the way. Keep it on the Joe Pags Show. Joe Pags. That is the self-described sexy guitar of one Ted Nugent. It's called Love Grenade. Ted was nice enough to let me use it as my theme song about eight years ago now. And we've got on the line the Motor City Madman himself. It is the Nuge. Ted Nugent, how are you, Ted? I'm doing so good at stupid, and I'm willing to share it with you. Happy 2015, <laughs> you and my working hard, playing hard blood brothers across the free land. Well, you know, it, you were, you're, it's stupid. Is that, is that what you said? That's yeah, pretty good. I mean, I'm having so much fun here. I almost have to look to the heavens and feel a hint of guilt. But I know this is God's design. So I'm doing God's work on an hourly basis and having so much fun. It's stupid. Well, I, I love the fact that, that you're going to spend some of the stupid time with me because it actually kind of makes sense. Um, uh, Ted, I want to make sure people know that the, the, the new season of the award-winning Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild airing now on Outdoor Channel. It's a huge hit. Tune in Tuesdays at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, also 8.30 Eastern and uh, 7.30 Central. Sundays at, at, at 12 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Central. Uh, and also recently, your song Everything Matters named uh, number 11 in the Ultimate Classic Rock's Best Songs of 2014. Love it. I love it. You know, I didn't invent Precious, but I think I have perfected it. (laughs) How cool is the title? Ted Nugent's Spirit of the Wild, where all we do is kill stuff and track it and gut it and skin it and barbecue it. See, that's what I mean. My life is so perfect, it's it's unnatural. (laughs) By the the way, you're going to be on what? Amazing America with Sarah Palin coming up on January 29th. 
on the Sportsman Channel. I mean, uh, that's the kind of people I hang out with, the greatest people, the greatest Americans, heroes of the military and law enforcement and uh, people in politics who came right out of the we the people camp, saw criminality, saw corruption, saw cronyism and power abuse. And people like Sarah Palin stepped out of her mother and uh, her, her housewife role, and she took over mayor of Wasilla, Alaska, and then she became the governor. That's what I call pure, we the people experiment in self-government politics. I love the woman. She's perfect. Well, she, like you, maybe on different levels, has been attacked ever since she decided to step into that role. And, and you know what? The way she's handled it is kind of how you've handled it, which is, you know, screw you if you don't get what, what American values are. Yeah. I, I've, got, I've got to bring up some, some recent things that have gone on because I know you've got an opinion on each and every one of them. Actually, um, Joe, I don't really have an opinion, but I will shine some truth and common sense <laughs> on it for you. Okay. Uh, Ted has no opinions. He only has truth, common sense, and logic to, to, to dispel to the listeners, which is great. And by the way, 135 uh, stations listening right now, including Alaska. So uh, I'm sure that you probably would. I think there are 17 people in Alaska. You probably ran into a few of these people. No, actually, in Alaska, it is bigger than Texas. So let's make sure we understand that right now. <laughs> you know, I've spent a lot of time in uh, the greatest places in the world, not just rock and roll, but sharing hunting campfires with great people, great conservationists and real environmentalists. And I got to tell you, it's a photo finish, neck and neck finish, uh, as the greatest outdoor conservation, hunting, fishing, trapping, wildlife management states in the world, Texas and Alaska. So I'm proud to have blood brothers. I use the word blood brothers when I said hello to you tonight because those are people that put their heart and soul into being the best that they can be. They're driven to be as productive as possible. Wow, that's weird. And, and Alaska and Texas really embody that. And so does my home state of Michigan for the most part. And most Make sure you go to tednugent.com. Make sure you read his uh, his articles and his columns uh, all over the place, including World Net Daily. Um, uh, Ted, the first thing I want to throw out there, and I don't think that we've spoken since I went to this concert, but I went and saw the Eagles recently in San Antonio. I know where you're uh, going with this. I think this is precious. Go ahead. <laughs> Glenn Fry is up there talking about Detroit, talking about the Motor City, talking about the music and the history. And, you know, I went there because when, when I'm going to go enjoy some music, I'm non-political. I'm not going there to be a conservative or, or anything else. I'm going there to hear some great music i brought my daughter who's 22 with me who didn't realize the eagles did all these songs that she knew um uh, so so for some reason he goes off on a rant about how great detroit is um but we also produced ted nugent and they won't take him back now now we're in san antonio texas you're you're a texan uh, you're also a Michigander, but you're a Texan, and the people here, no matter what their politics are, they know Ted Nugent, and they, for the most part, love Ted Nugent. And out of the entire concert, they played for a long time. He got booed when he said that. Did you know that? <laughs> well, you know, if you and I smoked that much dope, we'd be that clear <laughs> too, you know? And, you buy, and here's the beauty of it. Number one, I take no, I take no personal offense whatsoever. I mean, Glenn is a great musician. He's a very yeah. gifted artist, and he is a... He at one time was a Motor City guy, but yeah. what he, when he said that, here's the beauty of what goofballs like that commit when they mess with me. While he was saying that, I was probably fondling my award for being the number one guitarist from Detroit, voted by Detroit musicians of all times, Glenn. <laughs> so, you know, and i got to tell you... Uh, have the Eagles made earth-moving music? Sure they have. Glenn Fry and all those guys, they're incredibly gifted and, and 
uh, uh, the great Joe Walsh is a dear friend of mine. Uh, so I take no personal uh, anguish whatsoever from that. In fact, as the booing audience indicated on my right. behalf, I think old Glenn got his ass handed to him as usual when anybody messes with Ted Nugent. Just like, just like our goofball, lying, dishonest weirdo, Wendy Davis, who his entire campaign to turn Texas into California was in a in a mad maniacal scramble lying about me left and right in a in a feeble and soulless attempt to disparage the great Greg Abbott. I mean, think of the the campaign that Wendy Davis ran, just lie after lie after yeah. lie. And you notice I didn't respond to any of her lies because I saw the rope hanging from the limb. I right. watched her wrap it around her neck and kick the chair out from underneath herself. The, the woman is is gone. She, I don't right. think they'll even welcome her back to California, much less Cuba, where her policies are already in place. Ted, a couple a couple of things. Uh, the, the Glenn Fry thing. I think Glenn uh, wasn't sure which city he was in or which state he was in. And even though San Antonio is a blue is a blue city by by the way the government it's run, um, it, it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter because he got booed, and I think he thought he was in Berkeley for a second, or I think he thought he was in Seattle for a second. I, I don't know. I don't know where the hell he thought he was, uh, but 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 it, it got through to him very very quickly that uh, that that was the wrong place to go. Well, all I can say is, go, Glenn, go. <laughs> Glenn is so angry. Glenn is so pissed off that in his most emotional and spiritually driven moment, and I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. He couldn't play my worst guitar lick. <laughs> he, he couldn't play Stranglehold or Love Grenade or Free For All or Wango Tango if his life depended on it. And here's the real tragedy. He doesn't know he ought to. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I, I hear you. It's Ted Nugent, the Motor City Madman, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, uh, many, many times best-selling author. Go to tednugent.com, find out everything he's into right now, get his latest book, get his latest album. Uh, Ted, you mentioned Wendy Davis. I also mentioned Letitia Vandepute, who was running for lieutenant governor in the great state of Texas. Both of them got wiped out. I mean, Wendy Davis thought she was going to be within five points. Many pundits thought if she was within ten points of Greg Abbott, that that, that would be a win for the Democrats, that Texas was turning blue. She lost by 22. She lost by 22 and it wasn't even close and when your ad campaign is greg abbott has a pedophile out campaigning with him and the only thing you're going on is vh1 saying that ted nugent when he was a young rock and roller liked young girls yeah, and by, by young way, girls by the way, Joe, let's clarify yeah. on the vh1 i did an interview and i acknowledged with with a twinkle in my eye if you didn't right. see it i admitted uh, like my incredible, effervescent, queen of the forest, whack mistress, Shemaine, my wonderful <laughs> wife of 26 years. I think she's, I don't know, 15, 16 years younger than I am. And I admitted on the VH1 special that I've been inspired a lot by the sexuality of my existence and that, yes, I really, really like women. And a lot of my women friends were young women. They were younger. I used the word young. VH1. No, no, no. But, but, but right. That's what you said. But then the voiceover on VH1 says and his propensity to go after young girls and blah, 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 no, blah. They, they said underage girls. Oh, did they say underage on the that's VH1 what, piece? That's what Wendy Davis's entire dishonest, lying, freedom-hating, truth-hating campaign was about. I have never been around underage girls except for the last 26 years with my Ted Nugent camp for kids where right. parents from around the world bring their young sons and daughters 
learn about being the best that they can be, to be clean and sober, to aim small, miss small, yeah. and put more back into the good Mother Earth than we take. There I'm surrounded by underage children. No, no, no I'm, I'm with you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I've got to ask you one question, though, and last question on that. Uh, very simply, do you think that they're so stupid that they didn't really know that that didn't happen and that you weren't a pedophile? Or do you think that that they are so calculating and conniving that they thought the voters of Texas, who rebuked them at the polls, the voters of Texas would buy the lie? It's much worse than too stupid. I'll give you uh, a one name, two words. Saul Alinsky. Rules yeah. for radicals. Wendy yeah. Davis is absolutely intoxicated with the rules for radicals by Saul Alinsky, who guides President Obama, Eric Holder, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, uh, Nancy Pelosi. You don't need to. You don't need to read this. You need to find <laughs> it to find out what's in it. And your little dog too. Um, I didn't know the. I didn't know you did an impersonation. That's excellent. Yes, indeed. I can fly like a monkey on a broom if you want me to. Um, the point being is that they are addicted to lying. Yeah. The entire Democrat foundation is a dirty, stinking lie, which makes the Democrat Party, because my dad always said, tell me who you go with and I'll tell you what you are. Right. If you hang with liars like Harry Reid, because you know Mitt Romney didn't pay his taxes, and mm. you can keep your doctor. I mean, come on. Yeah. Everything Democrat is a stinking proven lie and wendy davis is the wicked witch of the south riding the big lying broom into that not so quiet night and i gotta tell you i sat back and watched this and all my friends sat back and watched wendy davis just literally gagging on her own lies and we could hardly stop laughing i haven't laughed that hard since richard pryor's afro caught fire that's some funny stuff <laughs> and, and, and by the way, for those who don't know, Richard Pryor made fun of that for years in his own stand-up routine. Oh, yeah, it's... And, the, and, the, and, the, and the leftists have always called me a racist for mentioning that Richard Pryor's afro caught on fire. Here's an alert. Richard Pryor's afro did catch on fire. And right. he made millions off it milking what was in without question the funniest thing that has ever happened to a comedian. That when you're, it... what is it called, freebasing cocaine, he admits it. I mean, it's on all his videos. 
if, 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 for those of those who don't know, Richard Pryor would light a match and he'd say, you guys are sick. Who came up with the joke that he would light the match and then he'd bob it around in his hand and say, this is Richard Pryor running around. Yeah, I mean, Richard so, Pryor yeah. made fun of himself. He made fun of his own tragedy. But in this day and age with the PC, uh, you know, the uh, atmosphere that we live in, Ted, you can't make fun of that without somebody thinking that you mean something different. I got to do a break. Uh, if you can hang out to the top of the hour, let's do that. I've got to get to Liam Neeson. I've got to get to Al Sharpton. I've got to get to your column about the Ebola czar. It's Ted Nugent, the Motor City Madman. When we come back much more with the man. Your thoughts as well. 1-800-383-9624. Back after this on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.
show on your radio, 1-800-383-9624, 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com for Facebook, Twitter, the email address. Go to TedNugent.com, get the latest column by Ted, the latest songs, find out the latest concert information, what time the TV shows are on, you're nonstop, Ted, you're nonstop. I've got to ask you about Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is a guy who I don't mind watching in movies. I think he's pretty good. He plays the same character in every movie, but in every movie, he is he is filled up with, with armament. He is using a gun to kill the bad guys. Every single movie. Without the guns, he's nowhere near the badass that he is. He gets questioned about, about guns or about being a United States citizen recently, and he goes on and on and on about how the Second Amendment shouldn't apply anymore. goes on and on and on about how the Founding Fathers would be, uh, would be spinning in their graves if they found out what's going on about killing kids in schools and everything else. The guy seems to be the biggest hypocrite I've heard from out of Hollywood in a long time, and that's saying a lot. What are your thoughts? Boy, we have a bumper crop of hypocrisy going on out there, don't we? Yeah, Big I time. do admire his uh, craftsmanship as an actor. He does play the uh, shoot 'em up guy probably better than anybody I've ever seen. The Taken, and I see the previews for Taken 3. Um, even though he's a dork, I'm going to go see it. <laughs> you, you really have to be, I mean, your brain, how can a brain function that good to be that good at your profession and then ignore that where his dream already exists, Paris, at the Jewish delicatessen, and at the Paris uh, reading room at the newspaper, and in Chicago, and everywhere else where Liam Neeson's dream is already in, in place, there are more innocent lives slaughtered every day. Where my dream, where it's in place, where people actually have a non-infringed right to keep and bear arms, and they do, there is not only a dramatic reduction in violent assaultive type crimes, but many of those types of crimes go away. So Liam Neeson and, and Barack Obama and Eric Holder and, and all these weird, lying, denial cultists, they cannot grasp that Chicago is a gun-free zone. And probably since you and I got on the radio just a few minutes ago, Joe, how many people do you think have been slaughtered in the gun-free zone of Chicago in the last few minutes? I mean, my brain, it rejects this kind of input because he seems to be so dedicated to his profession, but his brain is missing some integral and very important functions to fail in, in his failure to identify where gun-free zones are a murderer's paradise. Just the opposite needs to happen. We need to ban gun-free zones so that bad guys can't walk in just like they did in Paris and like they do in Chicago every day, and do to anybody what they damn well please because they know they're unarmed and helpless. Unarmed and helpless is a, a terribly irresponsible choice, and it actually is complicit to the crimes it facilitates. Case closed. Uh, movie sets are not gun-free zones. They're all protected by uh, by armed good guys. Absolutely. CNN. You know that. You had uh, Piers Morgan at CNN who doesn't have a job anymore, but but he was protected by guns every day. I should know. I had to walk through the magnetometer when I went to work there. Uh, yeah. Jim Carrey, uh, every single set he has, guarded by good guys with guns. Why do they get the pleasure of a good guy with a gun, but my kids can't be protected in the same way? I don't get it. When I was on CNN with Piers Morgan those times, was I printing? Could you see my clocks? I was wondering. Anyhow, <laughs> um, no, you, you go. You know, here it is in a nutshell. You go to my Facebook. I had a last last month for over a month. I think it was eight weeks. 
Yeah. We had 28 million Facebookers at my Ted Nugent Facebook. Wow. I, it, 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 apparently, I eclipsed Beyonce and, 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 and Taylor Swift. Beautiful. Because I made a common sense, obvious observation about Ferguson and that nobody had their hands up and nobody got shot that had their hands up. And I had 28 million hits, and you see the donations that we make and the funds that we raise for children's leukemia and our camp for kids and our in the military, the Operation Finally Home.org and Canines for Warriors and the NRA. We have a guitar up on my eBay right now. And you'll see from these millions and millions of people that there's only a few dissenters from the Ted Nugent altar of truth, logic, and common sense. And the people don't say, well, I prefer not to carry a gun. I prefer not to eat venison. They right. say, since you carry a gun, I hope you die. Yeah. Because you eat venison, I hope you die. They're I'm idiots. telling you, the left is really you know, some kind of subhuman uh, semi-life form. It's it's brain. I, I saw a sun-baked turd off of I-69 recently. I gotta go. It looked a lot like Liam Neeson's left Ted, I love you. Gotta go. go Keep it right here. Up, Joe Pegg. God right. bless America. See ya. This is the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations across the land, including the America Now stations. It happens to be a Friday. Strings. Give me some horns. Sorry. Had a bubble. What, Carrie? Come on. What day is it anyway? Where's Bob Guthrie? Friday. Thank God. Thank God. It's Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God. Thank God. It's Thank God it is Friday. What the heck? Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Uh, But there you go. It is uh, the Joe Pag Show. Now you're like, well, why why are you changing phone numbers? Gary, I'm getting a lot of that. Why are you changing phone numbers? I know. It's very confusing to some people. So I I consider my listeners intelligent, Mm -hmm. even if I don't consider my coworkers that way. Really? What? Which coworker are you talking about? Well, what made you think it was you? (laughs) I know you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. The only people who I'm talking about are the ones that think it's them. I see. Okay. Thanks. That didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, uh, the listeners are savvy enough, I think. The show emanates from San Antonio. We are, our flagship is, 1200 WOAI, is the San Antonio Spurs flagship. All right, so it's our flagship and the Spurs flagship. And the, mm-hmm. when the Spurs play, they're on that station. So instead of emanating the show from there, we actually go directly to Los Angeles. So the Los Angeles number is different than the San Antonio number. And we actually, and I have no problem calling out the phone company, we actually had the phone company forward the other number so we wouldn't confuse people, but it didn't work right. Yeah, it did not. So that's why we're doing, see, normally we would have five lines, and on this program, the five lines are usually filled up to all three hours. We noticed that when we were going to Los Angeles, only one or two phone lines would ever light. And then we checked it, and it turned out we weren't getting, so you might have been getting a busy signal when you shouldn't have been. So mm-hmm. we're not switching it for me. We're not switching it for Carrie or for David or for Polo or Karina or or, um, um, or, or, or or Miranda. We're switching it for the listeners so they can get through. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense, yes. There you go. See, I think people are savvy enough to get that. They're very smart. Had a guy send me a message. What the hell, man? Why do you keep changing the number? <laughs> like, it's okay. Because I want you to have a chance to call in. <laughs> it's 877-927-2639. 877-927-2639. Whatever's on your mind, fair game, including what Ted Nugent just had to say. Uh, and I want to get back to and cover correctly, or, or completely at least, the Al Sharpton story. Because that, that to me, that's the race-baiting story of the day. Um, unlike a lot of people. Unlike a lot of people. I actually just want the best person for the job to get hired. I just want the best player for the team to get on the team. I just want the best movie to be nominated. And as much as we're told that we should be colorblind, that's not really the message from an Al Sharpton. The message from Al Sharpton is honestly, you must not treat other than whites equally, you must treat them in a superior fashion to make up for our history in this country. I don't know that he'll say those words directly. He should. Up, oh, Stop everything. Carrie, stop. What? I'm calling an emergency meeting with Al Sharpton right now. Really? Can I come too? Absolutely. If he shows up, you can go. Okay, cool. Uh, the meeting is actually going to be of people I think are ass wagons, and I think that he should be the first the first recipient of the award. <laughs> okay. The ass wagon of the week award. I'm sure. Ass wagon! He might be the ass wagon of 2015. Wow. To be honest with you. And we're not even out of January yet. Yeah, still in January, right That's past the middle of the month. Big. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just saying, his racism is big. Yeah, it is. So, so if you really truly want an America that is equal 
And I don't mean everybody. See, people get confused about it. L- let me clear this up for anybody who's confused. Because a lot of you listening right now are going, what's he saying? And, and a lot of the rest of you are going, oh, yeah, no, I get it. And just be, just make sure you're in the second group, not the first group. <laughs> yes, please. Here's what I mean. I don't want people to be equal. <gasps> what did he say? What? What a racist. Isn't he white? Wow. I don't. I don't want somebody to come and say, Carrie, because you have more money than Joe, I want to give Joe half your money to even it out. No, don't that. Like would that. make us That would no. make us financially equal. I don't want to be financially equal. Oh, no. so you're not for no. equality. Well, not when it comes to that, no. Or, Carrie, you make more money than Joe, so let's give him part of your hourly pay. Mm, no, you, don't like you, that no, one either. Hey, oh, mm-hmm. that means no. that we're equal. No, I don't want to be equal. Carrie, you're, you're getting a brand new house. My house is 10 or 15 years old. I think mm-hmm. I should have a brand new house, too. That would make us equal. No. No. You you drive much nicer cars than I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't carry this yeah. on anymore because that's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> my poor cars oh, my are going, really? Really? Oh, you going to throw us in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have more expensive cars than you do. Yes. Because you care more about your children and family than I do. This is true. What? I mean, wait a second. That came out wrong. <laughs> So it would be like saying, well, hold on a second. You've got all those nice cars. You should sell half of them. Give me the difference so that we can have exactly the same amount of money in cars. Mm, that would make us equal. We would be equal. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my, my wife went shopping today with my daughter. They went to Sam's, and they, they spent about $300. A lot nice. of families can only go to Sam's and spend 150 So literally, I should only spend 225 and they should be able to get the rest of the money and spend 225 to even it out. Mm, no. That's not okay. Mm-mm. That's not what what was ever promised in the American dream, ever. The promise was that everybody would have equal opportunity. I am for equal opportunity. I am for everybody listening to have the ability to go for whatever job they want and have an equal shot at it. Now, if they're talented enough or smart enough or learned enough in that topic or issue or job or occupation, then they should be able to, on an even playing field, on a level playing field, go for that job. That's called equal opportunity. That's the only promise of this country. It's not a promise of equality. It's a promise of equal opportunity. I have just as much an opportunity to go and try out for an NFL team tomorrow as the people who actually play on NFL teams. I won't make the team because I'm not a good enough football player and I'm old now. Mm-hmm. What? Very Don't cool. agree. Don't oh, agree. I was trying to be nice and agree. Although I'm probably stronger and in better shape than most of the players. <laughs> but it. You know you're not. But just my age alone would, would disqualify me. Of but if I were in college or high school even playing at a high level, um, I would want the equal opportunity to try to play for a college team or for a pro team. And if somebody said, you may not try out because you're Italian, you may not try out because you're white, you may not try out because your hair is, is straight and not curly, well, that denies me equal opportunity. And that's the problem. You also have equal opportunity to fail. You also have equal opportunity to not be nominated. For those who's joining me, Al Sharpton is called an emergency meeting of the task force in Hollywood, because the Academy Awards nominations came out, and there were no black nominees for actor, actress, or director, although Selma, a movie he calls a black movie, I thought it was an American movie, 
has been nominated for Best Picture. Al Sharpton wants to know why there's a whiteout and why blacks have been shut out. Maybe, just maybe, the people who were nominated. I mean, we're talking about Hollywood here, Carrie. We're not talking about, mm-hmm. you know, conservative, you know, parts of, of Texas. Right. We're not talking about, you know, some red state in the middle of the country. We're talking about Hollywood, which bends over backward, genuflecting to the priest of PC. This is Hollywood. Maybe, just maybe, they said we've seen all the movies, we've watched all the acting, and we've decided these nominees make sense for us. If everybody was considered, then they all had the same opportunity. I talked to a guy who actually writes a a movie blog on our website. Um, His name is Steven. And he happens to be, I believe he's Hispanic, isn't he? I think he is. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Um. I asked him, I said, Selma, out. People are having a fit about it. He said, I saw it. It wasn't It wasn't as good as I thought it could be. Hmm. It wasn't. I went in with an expectation of what I should feel like leaving, and I didn't feel that way, and I don't know if it was the acting or the directing or the actual, you know, the, the, the screenplay, but it just didn't ring as a story that we should have been telling. We told it the wrong way. And as a movie critic, as somebody who does this, I can appreciate that he wasn't going, you know, because there were black actors in it, I'm going to give it a few extra points and say it was better than it really was. That's not what equal opportunity is. That's not what Martin Luther King Jr. wanted. He wanted the equal opportunity to succeed for his children, along with my children and your children. Not let me hand you something because you're black and, man, a long time ago we, we sucked in this country when it came to race relations. Somebody needs to put their foot down with Al Sharpton and say enough is enough. No, you don't get to call an emergency meeting. You can have an emergency meeting, you know, uh, of your family if you want or of your friends if you want. But we, the Hollywood establishment, don't need to have a meeting with you. We've chosen who we think are the best. That's what we're going to go with. You know, I don't remember anybody yelling and screaming when Denzel Washington won or when Halle Berry won. No, everybody celebrated. It somehow showed that we can have black actors who win. And I, of course you can. But we've got some great actors of all races and backgrounds and genders. But don't tell me that you have to have a certain race or not even ethnicity. It just has to be a certain race. Because there aren't enough blacks, in his opinion, he's having a fit. Somebody needs to to to, to completely stamp out that fake fire in his belly. Because this is just about getting publicity. And, yes, he just got publicity on my on my show in front of a large audience. Publicity, though, that I hope opens some people's minds and their eyes and their hearts and their souls to who this guy is. To a person. I've never had a black person call my show and say, Al Sharpton is my leader. Al Sharpton is my guide. Yet for some reason, the establishment in this country keeps on giving this guy more worth than he's than, than, than he deserves. one 877 877-927-2639, Back after this on the Joe Pag Show. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hey, great to have you here. Thanks. 877-927-2639. 877-927-2639. 
2639. It is the Joe Pag Show on your radio for a Friday, a free speech Friday. Anything on your mind is going to be fair game. If you missed my interview with Ted Nugent last hour, go to iHeartRadio.com and uh, put in Joe Pags by tonight or maybe even tomorrow morning. It'll be posted there. And if your station gets the weekend with Joe Pags, I'll run some of that interview again tomorrow on my uh, on my Saturday show. Let me go to the phone lines here. Say hello and welcome to um, let me go to line three. Kevin's got an interesting one, I think. Kevin is in Houston. Hi, Kevin. What's up? Hey, Joe. Uh, you mentioned earlier about uh, Al Sharpton getting ticked off about the Oscar stubs. wonder if he'd be okay with, like, separate but equal. You know, we could have the black Oscar, the white Oscar, the gay Oscar, the Muslim Oscar, heck, the Muslim gay Oscar. You know, just have it, have it all fair and equal for everybody. Yeah, no, I, I think that you're being extremely sarcastic and, facet- and facetious, and I get the humor in it. But of course, I'm not a I'm not a supporter of anything like that. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. As a matter of fact, I'll go to the next level, and I'll say I'm not a supporter of Miss Black U- USA or Miss Black America. I'm not a supporter of the Ebony or the Jet Awards. I'm not a supporter of Black Entertainment Television. And the reason why isn't because I don't love Black people, because I do. I love all people until you treat me like crap, and then I don't love you anymore. Um, you can let Kevin go. I appreciate it. Um, uh, but, but again, um, I, I'm, I'm not for any of that. Separate but equal is, is something that I am not okay with. It's not consistent with who we are as Americans. Um, I want us to be equal but equal. So, no, I don't want an individual. And I know he was kidding. I know he was being facetious. I know he was being poignant. And I think that it was, it was a, a, a good call. Um, but I'm against anything that, that is a separate Miss Latino this, Miss Latino that. Because there certainly wouldn't be a Miss White this or that. And I wouldn't want there to be. Look, if we're truly going to be a melting pot, we have to be that melting pot. If we're truly going to be one America that includes American Indians and Latinos and Asians and, and Europeans and, and Africans and, and whatever we want to say about our ethnic background, if we want to be that, then when we pour the pot out, we shouldn't be noticing it as much. It should be part of our intertwined culture. And anybody can win Miss America, Miss USA, uh, Mr. Olympia in bodybuilding. Anybody can, can be on a baseball team or a football team or a basketball team. Anybody can go and act in a movie and, and win uh, or be nominated for, for an award. I mean, uh, honestly, we have to stop the BS double standard, which is we want everybody to be equal. Everybody equal. Unless it's the Miss Black America. Everybody should be equal. Unless it's, you know, uh, um, black entertainment television. Everybody's equal unless it's Jamie Foxx saying that black people are, most, uh, are the most talented people on earth. Or, or unless it's Jamie Foxx saying, you know, Miley Cyrus is a, is a white B word. Um, we have to be very, very careful because all I'm trying to do as the dumb guy on the radio is figure out what it is you want. Al Sharpton keeps on making his number. He keeps on making the noise. And then nobody ever says this to Al Sharpton as he speaks in these parables that make no sense. Al, what is it you want? I want black representation. All right, so you want racism. You want somebody to say there are too many white people here. We must exclude a white person who did a good job in a movie. I want you to say this, Al. We should exclude a white person who did a great job in the movie and deserves a nomination to include a black person to make you feel better. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think the actors in the act. Oh, I'm sorry. Please show me your your cred when it comes to choosing the best actors and actresses. Please show me 
where your background lends itself to you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Being able to nominate the right people in, in, in the movies for the Academy Awards. Please show me why you're the expert and the Academy is not the expert or are not the experts. Please show me what it is in your experience your work experience as a casting director or as somebody who's a cinematographer or somebody who is an acting coach. Please show me why you're the expert and these people who really are the experts got it wrong. Please show me that. Nobody will say that. They're afraid to because if you say that, he'll call you a racist and you'll believe it. We have to start being smart in this country. I mean, guy calls an emergency meeting. Your answer should be, eh, I'm busy that day. One eight seven seven nine two seven twenty six thirty nine eight seven seven nine two seven twenty six thirty nine. Let me go to uh, Ben, line two, San Antonio. Hi, Ben. Hey, what's going hey. on there, Joe? Living a dream, man. What's happening? Oh, same old, same old. Uh, okay. What I'm wondering is why is diesel an a dollar more than gasoline at the current prices? Diesel, from what I understand, and I appreciate the call, Ben. Good question. Diesel, from what I understand, um, is is it's an easier process to get diesel um, to the refinery, or what's going to be diesel when it comes out of the refinery. But for some reason, because of, and and people can call in who are who are oil and gas experts in, in Houston, especially where you guys really know. But from what I understand, they take the the sulfur out, then they put the sulfur back in. And they're doing all sorts of weird mixture stuff in diesel fuel right now. Um, And they're making the process more expensive just through the refining process. Whereas, you know, you've got regular gasolines that don't have to go through the same process. Or, you know, and I think maybe this is why Ben was asking. Or the process is such that the truck drivers are getting screwed. I would love to listen. 877-927-2639. If you're listening on KPRC in Houston. I would love to hear from you to explain to me why it's more. But from what I understand, it's it's a matter of taking the, the sulfur out, putting the sulfur back in, something like that. Um, but again, I'm, I'm the first to tell you I'm not an expert on it. We'll find out when we come back. Joe Pag Show, back after this. Glad to have you here. Thanks. Joe Pag show on your radio. Great radio stations across the land, including the America Now stations for a Friday. 1-877-927-2639. 877-927-2639. If you want to be heard in a free speech Friday. Um, Carrie, are, you, are your kids, they're young enough to be, but I don't know if this is a boy thing at all. Um, hmm. Are your kids into Frozen at all? Oh, no. No. Let it go, let no. it go. <laughs> We've never seen that movie. Let it go, let it go. Don't sing this song. Nonstop. Gia can't stop watching. Oh, my goodness, I bet. 
Um, I guess there's a there, there's some sort of a frozen app now for your device. Uh huh. And um, people are complaining about it. Oh, I saw that today. They're, they're saying it's harmful to their kids. It's a little weird. Um, I, I I won't deny that. It's it's got a weird uh, thing going for it there. Yeah, it does. But uh, we'll talk about that coming up. Let me go to the phone lines in the meantime, and it's going to be uh, Lorenzo with the, the same phone call I get just about every day. Not from Lorenzo, but just about from every time I do a topic, any topic, there's somebody out there who's going to say what Lorenzo's going to say. Go ahead, Lorenzo. What's up? Hey, yeah. Hey, Mr. Joe. Yeah, this is Lorenzo. I'm a truck driver. Hey, man. I like to ride down the road and listen at these different stations. And uh, I think your show was one of the best ones on this Blaze deal. You know, you got to... Pretty evil kill. You a pretty cool guy, you know, and uh, seem like you let this Al Sharpton get up under your collar there. But I don't think it's, you know, it's even worth that. You know, you got people that's just what they do, you know, like All Red, Al Sharpton. That's what they do, you know, to get that, to get that little whatever you call it. But anyway, I think your show is above that, you know. Like the uh, last night, you had the young musician on. That was very yeah. interesting, and it was Thanks. interesting. And uh, I, I like that kind of stuff, you know, something positive. And well, I should probably, well, Lorenzo, I should probably call you before I do every show to find out if the topics are going to be okay. No, no, I just thought maybe <laughs> I love that. You know? no, 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 I'm going to tell you what I'm above. No, no, Lorenzo, I hear what you're saying, and I get, I get a comment like this from from a few people every time I do a topic, uh, like Al Sharpton or Gloria Allred or the people that you've mentioned. Um, I, I'm above racism. I'm above somebody getting the national spotlight and being given some sort of street cred like he's the great equalizer when he's really just nothing but a tax cheat. I'm above somebody out there race baiting to make white people and black people hate each other, and I'm going to call him out every time. I'm above ignoring him because I don't want my four daughters to grow up and think that's really what society is like. It's not. Al Sharpton is, is a very small person in the grand scheme of things that we keep on giving a lot of power to. So it's my hope that I educate those who are listening about what a little pee on this guy is and about how he's just trying to start racial trouble where there isn't any. I think that if we ignore a guy like Al Sharpton, he'll keep on getting invited to the White House. He'll keep on getting invited to Hollywood. He'll keep on getting invited to Ferguson. People will keep on giving him the power he doesn't deserve. I want people to know who he, who he really is. And he's a guy who hates anybody who isn't black. He's a guy who hates anybody who would say anything good about a white person ever. So he's not my brother, and I hope he's not your brother. Yeah, but look, I mean, if you, it's a whole, this is a big world. You know, I don't know where you travel, but this is a big world. There's a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And to me, you know, you, you have a you have an opportunity to uplift a lot of people. Like, there's a lot of truck drivers out here rolling down the road like to hear something you know, real, real uplifting, you know, you know, thinking about their family, you know, what they're doing at home, we're out here on the road. You know, you got that, you have a captivated audience yeah. that you can uplift, you know, going down the highway, and you, like you're talking about the field there. Yeah, you know, that's what I haul. I deliver fuel. You know, there's a difference. You got all type of fuel out here. But like you said about the, 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 the truck driving is up because that's the way they, you know, truck drivers, that's what they burn, a lot of diesel, you know, and that's, that's, what, that's why it's going to be more. You know what they call it, uh, 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 supply and demand. 
No, no, no. no I, I hear you. I still, th- I, I still think there's more demand for gasoline than there is for diesel. But having said that, my dad was a truck driver. I got into talk radio because I was driving dump trucks with him. I get it. I understand. The one thing I can't do, Lorenzo, is avoid everything that makes me sick. I can't avoid everything that makes me go, really? I mean, I want to expose people for being stupid. At the same time, I've got a musician on singing songs. I mean, that's why I try to make it a balanced show so that a guy like you knows that, all right, if I stick through this Al Sharpton thing, I'll probably come into something that I like eventually. And that's sort of the kind of show I try to put on. I think it's entertaining to have the, the singer, and I, as well as I think it's entertaining to talk about how stupid Al Sharpton is. And it's entertaining to talk about the price of diesel. I try to cover a, uh, the full gamut. I think it would be better if you would have Al Sharpton on. And he won't come on. Talk to him face to face, man. He won't come on. That would be that would be the best way to do it. He he won't come on, Lorenzo. That's the problem. When a guy like Al Sharpton is approached by a guy like me, who really is about equality, I really love everybody until they do something wrong to me. Al Sharpton doesn't want to have that discussion. He would rather talk to somebody that he can pin as a racist, and then he gets his way. Lorenzo, listen. Uh, here's here's what I promise you. I take everything that you just said very, very seriously, and I can appreciate that you listen in your long hauls, and I want you to continue to listen. So maybe I'll sing a song after the break, and then I'll talk about about somebody else. All right, my brother. <laughs> Lorenzo, have a great day. I pre- Listen, I appreciate truck drivers. I appreciate Lorenzo calling in. I appreciate truck drivers more than they know, and I will continue to. My cousin is a truck driver who actually hears the show now on WBT in, uh, in, in North Carolina. Uh, I got... Gary, did I tell you this yesterday? The guy pulled what? off the road just to tell me that he's listening to me. Oh, really? He did? <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. Driving down the road in North Carolina. His name is Daryl Prezano. He's a great guy, and uh, I love him like crazy. Awesome. He's married to my cousin, Felicia, and, and they've got beautiful children and grandchildren and everybody. And, uh, and he pulled off the road in his, in his big truck and, just to write me a Facebook message. Holy crap, I'm listening to you in North Carolina. <laughs> That's awesome. I so that. uh, I, I think that's great. I mean, I have a great affinity for truck drivers. Always have, always will. But I'm not going to be able to come out here and say, all right, let, let's do the Up With People show. Did you guys ever have Up With People when you were growing up? Mm, not that I'm aware of. I was in middle school, I think. And we were told there would be an assembly. And the assembly was with a group called Up With People. Mm-hmm. And they came out, and it was pretty much them throwing their hands, going up, up with people, and singing songs. It was just—it was so okay. strange, and it was about <laughs> feeling good about yourself or something. And it was, I think it was yeah. trying to build the self-esteem of the kids. Never I can't—I okay. can't be the up with people guy all the time. Yeah, no, you I can't, can't. be. No, and you know, no, no. converse to what Lorenzo just said. You know, I had an email or two yesterday for people going, "Really, an hour with a singer?" So. You're not going to make everybody happy all the time. This is true. But as I said to Lorenzo, if you stick with the show long enough, you're going to get a morsel of something that you like. Yes. Yes, you will. So if you can can bite your your lip for a second and go, all right, he's going to complain about Sharpton now. Um, And then know that I'm going to come out and sing... Tonight. I'm going to sing the Frozen song. Else. Exactly. Let it go. Yeah. No, don't, don't sing it again. No, no. No. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> All right, no. this is, um, it's called the Frozen app. Is it harmful to kids? <laughs> this is from Yahoo.com. They call it Yahoo Parenting. Um, given all, the, this is written by Jennifer O'Neill. Okay. And, and not, not the Jennifer O'Neill, who I think is an actress, right? Uh, this is a right, the writer, Jennifer O'Neill. Okay. Given all the Frozen merchandise, costumes, dolls, lunchboxes, T-shirts, Frozen apps have naturally become the next big craze for kids unable to let Anna, I think, I think they said Anna, and Elsa go, although the movie came out way back in 2013. But there's nothing natural about the new game, Anna 
giving birth. Oh, yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. Mm, wow. I guess it gives new meaning to let it go. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> well, after nine months, that's what you want to do, right? You got to let it go. Um, and actually, during pregnancy, women Stop. let it go quite often. I'm just Stop. saying. No, you guys get Stop. gassy. No. You guys, no, no, you guys get nope, gassy. Nope, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. We're fine. We're perfect. It's a lot of this. <laughs> I'm pregnant. What do you want? We're with child. No, you're we with gas. Some, what you are. Cut us some slack. No. The unlicensed app available on iTunes and Frozen Games uh, website, uh, shown in full in the YouTube clip below, which I'm obviously not going to just dictate to you, promises to pick up where the Disney flick left off. Anna got married, and she was pregnant in the spring. The app summary states now nine months uh, has. It says had for some reason nine months has, has elapsed, and it's time to give birth to a baby. Oh. Anna needs or Anna needs a, a very experienced doctor to help her deliver her baby. Let's come to help her. So See, I guess I you're the doctor. I don't understand this app. And as I'm looking at the app, I mean, quite literally, they're 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 putting drugs in her arm, I guess, to sedate her. And uh, then, oh, look at that. She's having a C-section. And then you, you like have to cut her stomach. It's very odd. No, I don't know. Now, how did they get away with with even making this app? I mean, you obviously you've got characters that are licensed, or that do have names and trademarks know. and copyrights. I mean, how did they get away with this? I don't know. I'm not crazy about this one. It's weird. Released in November, the the game only recently started getting lots of attention online via posts and articles calling out the questionable as well as frankly queasy graphics and activities. Gamers play the role of princes. The princess is OBGYN. Kids presumably are tasked with injecting Anna. <laughs> With a sedative and then slicing her open with a scalpel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very dramatic. Oh, as well girl. as snipping Please. off the baby's umbilical cord. Wow! No, but not. Come on in, daughter. kids. It's a fun game. Let game. it go. Let it go. <laughs> no. My goodness, really? Uh, uh no. Who's sitting like around going, one. "Hey, I got a great app here. I got a great <laughs> idea for an app." <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Who's sitting around saying that? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I have no clue, bad. but I'm, I'm, I'm telling horrible. you right now, as much as I, I thought the, you know, the movie was fine, uh, after the 30,000th time I had to watch it, I um, as much as I thought that was fine, um, I, I don't need the app. I think the no. app does go just, just a little bit too far. You need to get rid of that one. So coming up, um, is there an, an issue that I actually agree with Eric Holder on? Is that what? possible? That'll be a little bit later. When we come back, though, a pizza delivery guy had to go back and bring change to to a car dealership that he delivered to. Yes. You hear this story out of Massachusetts? I did. Yes, yes, yes. Boggles the mind. You know my history. I'm a pizza dude. I know. I was a pizza delivery I guy. I got to tell you something. There's something very wrong. Oh, I tried to contact the, the car dealership. They took their website down. Oh, I bet they did. Oh, I bet they they've got... been flooded. Oh, man. Oh, I bet they've been flooded. I'll, I'll fill you this dealership. Really stupid what they did. Yep. All right, we'll have that when we come back. Much more on the Joe Pag Show. 877-927-2639. 877-927-2639. Back after this. Joe Pags. Glad to have you here. Welcome. 
Joe Pag Show. One. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 877-927-2639. All right, so I got, I got an email uh, with a suggestion about, uh, about uh, Let It Go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I don't have time to produce it or anything, and I might, I might do it, but um, it could be based on things I talk about all the time. Okay. Instead of let it go, it could be let one go. Oh. Uh-huh. Let one go. Let one go. <laughs> Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let one flow. Come on through the door. What? What's What's the problem? <laughs> That's a terrible I don't place. care don't do what it. they're going Stop. to say. I had a bubble. <laughs> the storm rages on. <laughs> Thank you. We're stopping that. <laughs> oh, man. You know I'm going to have to produce let that now. Go. No. You know I'm going to have to produce Let One no. Go. Oh, man. You know I'm going to have to. <laughs> I did. Let one go. Uh, let it flow. One eight seven seven. That that'll be a good one, I think. No. See now, no. Lorenzo's going. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sing about farts. I know. Eight seven seven nine two seven twenty six thirty nine. Eight seven seven nine two seven twenty six thirty nine. Just posted a video. It's an in studio video of Luke Wade in studio yesterday, and you'll see my big my big fat head sitting there too. Um, singing, feeling all right from the uh, from the top of it. Um, but uh, it, it, and so then good. I and then I call you out for not singing. Uh, but I know yeah, it turned out pretty yeah. well. I think it was pretty cool. Maybe we'll start recording everyone, and then we'll just post them all. Yeah, why don't you do why that? Not? He was awesome yesterday. Oh, he was. Now we're now oh, we're gonna have a, a camera dedicated to you. No, no, no. Oh, how come I can't see Carrie? How come I can't see Carrie? No, no. So tired of those freaking emails. <laughs> let one go. No, let it flow. Let no? It exactly. Let it flow. They see the wind that's something. There's even references to wind in the song. Oh, I'm doing that. I'm definitely doing that this weekend. Oh, great. Thanks. I ate beans. Yes, I had the means to let it go. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, and you people will appreciate it. I know they will, yes. All right, the headline in the blaze is, um, this is written by Billy Hallowell, great guy. The headline is, pizza delivery man thought he had been given a $7 tip, but what the car dealership did to him after has people outraged. Mm-hmm. Now, again... My background, starting at 18 years old, I was a, del- a delivery driver for Domino's Pizza. Have a great love for the people that do this. It's not easy. you got to find somebody's address, bring them their dinner, and many times you would get stiffed. The actual terminology is, I got stiffed. Mm-hmm. You get back to the, to, to the place, to the, to the store. Hey, what kind of tips you get there? I got stiffed. Oh, yeah, that guy always stiffs. So $7 tip is a lot. When I was delivering, it was, a, it was a whole lot. If I got a dollar on a delivery, and that's not asking much. If I got a dollar, I was happy. Wow. So so uh, you'd go out, and every once in a while, somebody throw you a five. You'd be like, man, I'm rich. 
Nice. I think the biggest tip I ever got was 10 bucks, which it was very, very hey. unheard of. Wow. So this guy goes to get $7, which sounds like a big tip, right? Mm-hmm. Not when you consider how much the price was. The pizzas came to $42. Wow. So if it's a $42 order, I mean, 20% would be eight forty. So $7 is about 15%. I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it's well, outlandish. It's not bad. It could have been a lot better, though, I think. All right, here it is. The car dealership is under fire after a video was posted to YouTube showing its employees arguing with a pizza delivery man over a $7 tip with one of the staff members at the auto shop using expletives and calling for the man to be fired following a misunderstanding over the bill. The delivery man identified in a Boston Globe report as Jared Tanzi, an employee at Palace Pizza, can be seen on footage captured inside F&R Auto Sales in uh, Westport, Massachusetts. You know what the F stands for, right? What? Um, Saturday. Return, no, I, I can't say. I thought you were going to say it. No. Returning tip money he had been given during a previous trip to deliver food to the dealership. The initial bill for the order of pizza and drinks came to $42 and some change. And Tansy was reportedly given $50 comprised of two 20s and two fives. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're going to give me so two 20s probably and two fives. Assuming. You're thinking, well, the bill's 42 You could have given me. Could have given me two 20s and a five and then ask for your change. But mm-hmm. you give me two 20s and two fives? Exactly. It's a fair assumption that you're giving me the other money as a tip. Yes. There yes. is no reason to put the second $5 bill on there. The staffers apparently did not ask for change, and the delivery man left with a $7 tip, or so he thought. FNR Auto Sales reportedly called Palace Pizza and complained, forcing Tansy to return and give the money back, and that's when the video was recorded of him verbally clashing with staffers. Now, I watched it. He wasn't mm-hmm. out of line at all. He said, you gave me too many bills. Why would you give me that extra bill if you don't want me to keep it? Because that's sometimes the way it goes. I mean, they were just really nasty about it. And the the best part of this story for me is that you know who put this on YouTube, right? Who? F&R Auto Sales. They did? Oh, they thought they were right. Would they do that? They thought they were right. What a bad, bad decision. Well, that's my assumption anyway, because on the video that I watched... The guy saying, "I'm going to put this up. I'm going to. I'm going to share this video." <laughs> now, Billy says fired. in the story, he said, <laughs> "I guess we should probably let it go." Is that what you're saying? So, at the end of the day, their website's now down, and I'm completely on the pizza guy's side. Me More too. on that when we come back, because it's just about fairness. Eight seven seven nine two seven twenty six thirty nine. Stay here. Joe Pags Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you here. Welcome. It is the Joe Pags Show. Great radio stations across the land, including the America Now stations. Thanks a lot for taking the time. On a Friday. Strangs. Where's my horn section at? Just letting it go. What? You betcha. What day is it anyway? Where's Bob Guthrie? Friday. The man. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Indeed. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God Thank it's... God. Thank God it is Friday. Hey, matter of fact, let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Free speech. 
Ah, freedom. Say what? Bring it down. Take it up a notch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 877-927-2639. 877-927-2639. Glad to have you along for the ride. So it turns out um, a-, a bunch of people have already done the fart version. Oh, they have. Oh, then I guess you can't do it then, huh? I mean, they're not very good. I'm sure I could do a better original. one. Mm, probably do a better um, one. I know you could. I, I mean, seriously, I've, I've watched them, mm-hmm. painfully watched them. <laughs> They're just not good. Okay. I think I could write it better at least. I don't know if I could sing it better, but I could write it better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still might have to do it. Oh, great. Wow, well, you copied fantastic. us. No, actually a guy emailed me, and uh, Walter emailed me and said, hey, why don't you do this one? So if, if, if it's anybody's fault, it's Walter's fault. Okay. Thanks, okay. Walter. I appreciate that. We can blame him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. It's one eight seven seven nine two seven twenty six thirty nine. And anything in your mind is going to be fair game. Just just to sort of put a bow on this thing, this this story with the pizza delivery driver. Listen, it's not an easy job. Now you're just driving around. What's a big deal? Well, I mean, many times you've got to make the pizza, take the phone call, put it in the box, make sure you cut it right. This is somebody's food, their, their dinner. You've got to make sure you take care. And then you... um. You head out to the person's house. You hope that you get it to them hot and fresh. Uh, you, you know, it, this is somebody's food. So, I mean, I, I think food service is not an easy job. And to not get anything, I mean, think about it. They made the guy go all the way back to give back his 15% tip and then didn't give him a dime, then argued with him about it. I mean, it just there was so much attitude in what they were saying to him. And what he said was completely right. If you're just joining us, Pizza guy goes, $42 and something cent bill. They give him two 20s, which is $40. A five, that's 45, which is enough. It's more than enough. And then another five. So as a pizza delivery driver, I'd go, man, thank you. Because unless you're an idiot, and it's a good chance they were. Mm-hmm. Unless you're an idiot. Oh, it is Friday, so let me, hold on. Oh, okay. What do you do? What? What are you doing? I just said it's Friday. Figured I'd throw one back. <laughs> Your diet, Dr. Pepper, you mean? That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> How many people just thought I just cracked like a Budweiser or something? <laughs> oh, thousands probably. Hold on, hold on a second. Just talk about something. Hold on. <laughs> you taking a drink? Yeah. <sighs> oh, so thirsty. Is that good? <laughs> Woo. Okay. So, um, again, as a delivery driver or, or listen, let's say you're a waitress or a waiter and you go there. And the bill is $42 and something cents. And the, you go up and say, okay, would you, would you like me to take that up for you? And if you, if they give a credit card, you just write it for exactly how much it is, and then they have there's a space in the credit card for mm-hmm. tip. If if you're a waiter or a waitress, and the tip and the, the, the bill is $42 and something cents, and you're, you're handed two 20s and two fives, you are absolutely figuring that the rest of it is your tip. Yes. Otherwise, there's no reason to put the second five. Now, the guy was an idiot. And can't count, I guess, or can't subtract, and gave too much money. Then tried to blame the delivery driver, made him go all the way back, waste his own gas, his own resources wow. to go back and and hand the money back over. And they thought they were right. Well, they've I been can't inundated. Believe they posted. They've that been inundated on YouTube. Inundated to the point to where they took down their website. Because I was gonna, I was gonna get wow. a hold of them. Listen, can you please explain to me why awesome. you felt this way? I would love to have had them on. <laughs> that would be so great. 
Um, actually, there's been a GoFundMe campaign. There's another one of those Go, GoFundMe things. Um, aimed at getting Tansy his uh, his lost tip money oh. so far, and again his tip money was seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Guess how much they raised for him so far? A mm, couple thousand. Twenty five hundred. Wow. Oh yeah, twenty five hundred. <laughs> Good for him. Seriously, that's a lot of tips. The Daily Mail reported that poor reviews have been posted on F and R Auto Sales Yelp page, and that Facebook oh, has been man. flooded with negative comments. <laughs> well, Terrible I mean, as the guys decision. as the guys leaving, a female employee says. You need to get out of here before I put my foot in your ass. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. What uh, is the deal with them? Uh, not even making it up. Deserve what they get. And again, if you're out there delivering pizzas and you know, you're doing that for a living, it's not an easy job. In my opinion, it's not an easy job mm-hmm. at all. At the, at the end of it, um, they got so much bad publicity that they're going to think twice. I mean, to bully the poor pizza guy because you made a mistake... It's so wrong. I, and I, it's I think so the, wrong. The, and they're paying in, for it now. In the video, the delivery guy at one point says, well, what if I'm buying a car from you and I give you way too much? I mean, I'm not sure I understand. I mean, well, sometimes people do that. What? what? No, no. No. I mean, I would give you the price that you want or, or close to it. I wouldn't give you five bills more than you expected. It doesn't make any sense. So I live on tips and I assume that you were giving it to me. They're just dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call, I'm gonna call your, your manager right now. Get you out of there. Then they try to get him fired. Man. And he made $2,500 extra. <laughs> I wonder awesome. if that money even. I wonder, I wonder if he'll that. get that money, by the way. I hope. I hope he does. I hope he does, I too. Do. Yes. But, but you know the way these stories go. You never know. I know. I know. Hey, here's a little controversy for you. Were, were you in a sorority? No. I was. Oh, you were a sorority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did that work out for they you? They called me Josephine. <laughs> it was. It was the big, not so pretty girl <laughs> sorority. Oh, I was the president. Um, did you hear this story from BuzzFeed? Mm, I don't know. I yet. guess um, University of Southern California, USC. Some sorority emails have been leaked, and it gives the rules and regulations on what you need to, how you need to look, and what you need to wear if you're in this sorority. It's Alpha. Is it oh, Chi yeah. Omega? Alpha Chi Omega. Okay. I guess C-H-I would be Kai. Yeah. I would probably say Chi, but what do yeah, I know? Yeah, be, it'd be Kai. Okay, so um, leaked USC sorority email insists on how you need to dress. This is from Rachel Zarell mm. over at BuzzFeed. And, and I'm not sure I understand the controversy because if you don't want if you don't want to follow these rules, don't join the sorority, right? Well, that's true. Nobody's forcing them to do it. Now, some would say you're a chick. Tell me how you, re- you respond okay. to some of this. Okay. I'm really going to gauge this off of how you respond, because okay. as the vero man I am, it's hard for me to wrap <laughs> my my very large brain around this. Okay, I uh, see. Okay, a leaked email from the University of Southern California's Alpha Chi Omega chapter, published by Jezebel today, shows how authoritarian the sorority's rules are for things like hair color, eyebrow shape, and required spanx wearing. Wow. What, 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 are, what are spanks? That's- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The, the, Spanx, the tight little things like you're wearing or something? Like a girdle of, you know, the two. girdle for your booty or girdle yeah. for your stomach or uh, what is it? For your stomach and for your thighs. So you're saying I should get some? It, it kind of sucks the fat in. So I should get some? it all in there. Oh, you might want to try it. Really? I've heard they work fabulously. All right. Uh, the email provides detailed instructions for the ladies on the demanding requirements for their physical appearance so that they don't make themselves, quote, less beautiful than they actually are, mm-hmm. end quote. Oh, the instructions nice. were for the 2013's um, Polish week. I guess it's Polish. I don't think it's Polish. I think it must be Polish, right? Okay. Uh, all that's not capitalized. Could it be Polish week? Could be Polish week. They're spelled the same. I don't know. I'm going to say Polish week because it's not capitalized. Polish week would be capitalized. Mm -hmm. Anyway, which falls the week before the members meet the potential new recruits. Uh, On Spanx, the author wrote, quote, I cannot stress how important Spanx are to make you look your best. (laughs) She goes on, quote, even if you are very thin, Spanx will give you a better line. When you wear clothes, no awkward bumps. Uh Plus, you don't have to worry about sucking in all the time or being bloated oh that's true yeah you know at least once a month i do feel bloated to be honest with you (laughs) that's why you need a pair of spanks Uh, spanks will take care of that Mm -hmm, it will all right the email details that hair has to be one normal color and shaped curly or straight no waves remember (laughs) your hair needs to be one normal color no crazy ombre no uh, is it umber umber i think i don't know it's a freaking hair thing i don't know (laughs) <laughs> no color you wouldn't see in nature. Also, if you're thinking about going from blonde to black or vice versa, do so after recruitment. You won't know for sure what it'll look like. And if you hate it, your hairstylist does a bad job. Well, that's not going to fly. That's you cannot crazy. have roots during recruitment. So if you dye your hair like me, please take care of that before arriving back at school. <laughs> and then there's a picture of three girls on the beach facing the water, wearing bikinis, um, and it says uh, Alpha Chi Omega, uh-huh. and um, hey, not a bad picture. That's, that's all I'm stupid. What? What are you talking Alpha about? Alpha Chi Omega. All those stupid rules. No. Frizzy. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. Frizzy hair won't be appealing to potential recruits. <laughs> and if you're touching your hair all the time, you might seem like you're trying to flirt with them. The email says. Oh, Note: yeah. If you have straight hair and you want to wear it curly, don't. Your hair needs to be able to hold for at least 15-hour days, and hairspray crunchy or limp hair is not acceptable. Also, get some heat protectant oh, and shine spray. They'll shine spray. Shine Damage, spray? I don't know what shine I don't know. spray Makes is. your hair shiny? I don't know. I guess. Damaged frizzy hair is not going to attract P&M's What's potential that? new members. Oh, if you have bangs, they need to be styled correctly. If they're long and you're afraid they're going to be in your face the whole time, get some bobby pins that match your hair color, except on house tours, day, door, chant, obviously. We don't want to look emo or like we're actually trying to flirt with PNMs by touching our hair all the time. What? The email also comes with pictures explaining what the, the two-tone hair looks like and before oh, and after Spanx. helpful. Mm-hmm. The women must have at least eight items of makeup on, and if it's not up to par, the sorority chair will stop you and apply it herself, whether you're late for class or not. Is this for real? I'm not making this up. Uh, wow. 
You need to have foundation, concealer, something pinky, neutral for the lips, stained gloss, etc. Blot powder, oil blotters, eyeliner, black or brown only, mascara, neutralized shadows, bronzer, and optional but recommended blush. If you're not wearing the required makeup, I will stop you and apply it myself. I don't care if you're late for class. I don't care if you're a sophomore or a super senior. I will stop you. If you don't know how to apply all this makeup, check out my Pinterest board. I picked out the videos and products that you guys, with you guys in mind. Mm-hmm. More pictures of girls facing the wrong way, wearing bikinis. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. uh, no, yeah, there's more here. Why don't we do this a break? I'll give, I'll give the rest of it. And I'm going to ask the very simple wow. question to the ladies listening out there. Do you think this is overboard? Do you think this should be mm. stopped? Do you think this is offensive? Yes. Or do you think, I, hello? It's when we come back, overboard. I'll, All right, I'll fine, ask the ladies. Fine, 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 fine. fine. 877-927-2639. 877-927-2639. Joe Pags back after this. Joe Pags. Great to have you here. one 927 2639 877-927-2639. JoePags.com. J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. I'm getting some, some feedback on social media, which I appreciate. JoePags.com. Go there, click on Facebook, click on um, on Twitter. And, and here's just some of what I'm hearing tonight. Okay. Um, Zach says, I enjoy taking the time, Joe. Thanks. Well, I don't, I, I guess, thank you. I, <laughs> Okay. I think I know Just what he means. Thank you. Just thank you, thing. Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here, let me like that like. Uh, John says, hey, Pags, I happen to be black, but I see no problem with Miss Black USA, Miss St. Patrick's Day, Miss Cinco de Mayo, or Miss Oktoberfest. By the way, just to, just to help you out, John, uh, Miss Black USA means that you're only going to be a black person. Uh, Miss St. Patrick's Day can be anybody from the community that's having that. Uh, Miss Cinco de Mayo can be anybody from the community having that. I, I mean, none of those, or Miss Oktoberfest. I mean, he's trying to say that Miss St. Patrick's Day has to be Irish. I disagree. Mm-hmm. I, I'll bet there have been plenty that haven't been, if there is such sure. a thing. Miss Cinco de Mayo, I, I'm, I'm betting, doesn't have to be Mexican. I'm betting Miss Oktoberfest doesn't have to be German. Um, so it's not really about culture. I don't mind having Miss USA and a black woman winning, which has happened many times. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I can appreciate that if she's the best candidate, then she should win. Um, but, but you're going from a racial thing where one race must win to a cultural or ethnic thing where just about anybody can win big difference. He also has no problem with BET or Telemundo. Telemundo is really more of a language thing. Although I don't know that there should be Spanish language programming, uh, in the United States where our, our national language is English. Our official language is in English because nobody will call it that, but it certainly is our national language. When your founding documents are written in one language, that's the language of your country. John, I appreciate you liking the show. He also says he, he laughs at what Al Sharpton is saying about the Academy Awards. He thinks it's absurd and bordering on comical. So, John, you and I obviously agree at least a bit, and I appreciate that you listened. I like getting emails like this or messages like this. Jolene writes, she says, and she's in, um, in Minneapolis, Mr. Joe Paggs. So when you, when you start like Mr. that, I'm thinking, she's about to light my ass You're up. You're in trouble. Mr. Joe Pags, I really did not like you at first, <laughs> but man, have you grown on me. 
and love listening to you in the evening with my glass of wine. Jolene, what you'll find is, if you'll do me the favor of drinking a glass of wine before the show starts, you're going to love me even more once the show gets going. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Yes, we all if do, yeah. We, we've, done, we've done studies on this. If mm-hmm. the listeners are drunk, yes. and by all means, don't be listening in the car if you're drunk. No, but if you're at sitting home, at home or yeah. at work, like Carrie, and mm-hmm. you're drunk, then... Oh, the show is like the best it's show so you've ever heard. Funny, you're the best talk show host ever. Yeah. Well, I you've been saying glass. that for years. I, I mean, you'll lie about right it now on the air. Here. Uh, Jolene, we love you. I'm glad that, that you stuck with me. See, that's the thing. When the show starts, <laughs> everybody hates hates me, and that's <laughs> fine. Know. That's fine. You can because I know I'm going to own your ass in, in no time at all. You're going to grow on people. Period. Yeah. Uh, oh, got this one from Bill. That lovely assistant. Oh. Has such a has such a gentle voice. Aww, such a great addition to the show, David. Listen, uh, Bill likes you, so that's good. (laughs) I think you were talking about me. Oh, you? No, no. I mean, the lovely assistant. Well, hello. Hmm? Hmm? First of all, nobody can see you, so the assumption that you're lovely, I think it's a bit of a reach. Hey, hey, hey! No, what I'm saying is the assumption. Oh, no, no, no! Let me make it clear. I think you are lovely, but the assumption by Bill that you are automatically. You know what I mean? I am. He knows that. Bill listens. You never know how to take it. You never know how to (laughs) take it. I know. I never know with you. Oh, and then Bill writes back to say, this is Bill. I'm going to talk to your cousin, Eugene. Hmm. I used to work with him. I send my regards. Remember Albert's Pizza. Um, Eugene is actually my uncle. Um, and, and he's a great guy. I didn't know that, that he worked at Albert's, uh, but Albert's Pizza in Copeg, Long Island. Oh, mm-hmm. is it good oh pizza? dude, dude, let me tell you something. You know how good the corn is in Nebraska? Oh, it's fantastic. That's yeah. how good the pizza is on Long Island. Oh, really? I'm just saying. I'm going to put it right talk, out there. We have ordered pizza for tonight. Oh, I'm so hungry. We're having pizza. And dinner. I can't, I can't because cheap meal is until tomorrow. Oh, so sorry. Uh, what? You you're your not. nachos. Your big sorry at all. All right, back to the story. Now, you think that these rules and regulations are out of line. I do. And I know nobody's forcing these girls into this story. Don't say it like that. Don't dismiss and me because you know what I'm going to say. It, it, Don't be dismissive of the truth, choice. okay? It is by choice. I I think there's let me let, let me just finish. Let me, let me finish the rules. Okay. Eyebrows shape your face. Mm-hmm. Bad eyebrows will make you look less beautiful than you actually are. Your eyebrows need to look neat, as in not messy, for recruitment. Hmm. I know full eyebrows are in style right now, but full does not mean bushy or Hmm. wild. Alternatively, (laughs) if you have sparse eyebrows, then you need to fill them in. Other rules include insisting the members exercise and suggesting they shouldn't wear their glasses. Alpha what? Chi Omega has not responded to multiple requests for comment from BuzzFeed News. There you go. Oh, now, 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 wow. please fill me in on what I got to tell you something. L- let me let me be the male chauvinist pig real quick here. Oh, good. Okay. I absolutely think it's appropriate for them to set their rules and regulations. If women, if women don't want to follow those rules and regulations, they don't, don't join the sorority. Now, exactly. I'll let you rant when we get back on okay. this because I know you want to. Keep All it right, right here. Joe Pag Show. Absolutely right. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. J. 
Joe Pag Show on your radio. Great radio stations everywhere. We are omnipresent. <laughs> All right, have at it. Uh, what, what exactly is your problem with this with this list? Well, the, like I said before, I know nobody is forcing these girls to join the sorority, and it is completely their choice. And maybe I don't understand it. I never was in a sorority. I never wanted to be in one, so maybe I don't get the sisterhood of it. But if I wanted to be in a sorority and I was choosing, I would absolutely not go for the sorority. I think well, it's well, way it, overboard. It's people should know overboard. why. What if people I don't should know why? Thanks to English lit class one day. You know, well, you have to. Or if I have some, you know, some roots showing, or my nope. eyebrows. No, come Wait, on. Wait, roots? You dye your hair? What? I Wait, highlight what? my hair, so yeah. they wouldn't want me. I highlight my anyway. forehead. <laughs> yeah. No, so. no, but let me tell the people who are listening why you really don't want to go in there because you believe in having bushy eyebrows. <laughs> That's not true. No. I walked into your studio yesterday and said, "Hey, how's it?" And I got I got poked in the eye with your oh, eyebrow. You did not. You and I think that's that. disgusting. You did. So not. here's a Christmas yeah. present. My my eyebrows are just it's an eyebrow smiling. trimmer. <laughs> Oh, thank you. So, all right. So, so listen, I, I support them having these rules as much as I support you saying you would right. never want to be in the sorority. It is their choice. It is. I it's almost like BuzzFeed, and I love BuzzFeed. I think it's a great website. But it's almost like BuzzFeed is trying to make something unseemly about this. I know. Yeah, and I don't you get can tell that they don't like it. But again, it's you know, it's their choice. Nobody's forcing these girls to join the sorority. Is there any way that I agree with something Eric Holder's saying? I can't no way, believe right? you would, yeah. No way, right? I'd say no No freaking way. way. Not in a million years. This guy? No way. Mm-mm. This is the guy that talked about how what his mother went through and his grandmother went through when it came to not being able to vote. Um, that's the reason why he didn't prosecute the new Black Panther Party. This is the guy whose department... The Justice Department was behind Fast and Furious, where we illegally smuggled guns into Mexico without even the Mexican authorities knowing. And and two and two U.S. agents died. I mean, that's the same guy. It's the same guy that um, is using executive privilege to not be upfront about what's going on. Same guy that won't prosecute the IRS. Same guy that isn't enforcing our immigration laws. That guy, that Eric Holder. There's no way I agree with him on something. Mm-mm, I can't believe it. But I do. <gasps> what? And I don't know what his reasoning is because I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. And although I've been working out, I don't think I can throw him very far. Mm-hmm. Um, his reasoning doesn't matter. He's actually saying to local police, stop seizing assets under a federal law. Mm. Now, this was brought to my attention probably four or five months ago. And if you look on YouTube, there are several videos of local law enforcement pulling people over for something menial, speeding, not wearing a seatbelt, where you can be pulled over for that, some sort of other violate, didn't use your blinker when you change lanes, whatever. And then they go in there, and I don't know, they see some money in the car, or they ask the driver, hey, how much money you got? Are you any drugs in the car, any weapons? They say, no, we don't have any of that. Uh, would you mind if I search? And they search, they find nothing but a wad of money. I think in one case it was fifteen or seventeen thousand dollars they found. Now you know me; I'm a car buff. Mm-hmm, you are. I have bought many cars cash, 
mm-hmm. not some rich guy throwing my money around. Please don't anybody take it that way. I'm a guy who saves up the money, and I've got like a stash of money. I'll go to the bank and say, okay, I need that money that I put in last week because I'm going to go buy another car. Then I'll sell the car, and I'll say, here's that money I had, and I'll come back and get it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that when you deal with cash, you can get a better deal. You know, if I say, well, you got to follow sure. me to the bank, or i got to go get a cashier's check, i got to go get a If I show up and say, oh, look, here's 5000 cash, will you take it for this $8,000 car? There's a chance I'll get it. Right, right. That's smart. So these folks are getting pulled over, and nothing illegal is found. But there's some federal law or federal statute that says, if you can't prove where you got this large sum of money, the police can can confiscate the money. Hmm. And then it eventually ends up, Buying new police cars and stuff. Mm, so this guy like gets pulled that. over. He had fifteen or seventeen thousand dollars on him, and it turns out he was a restaurant owner, and he was going to buy some restaurant equipment that he needed for his company to survive. They, for no reason whatsoever, they had no reason other than he couldn't give them proof of why he had it or where he got it. The assumption is allowed to be made that you got it from ill-gotten gains, and they kept the money. Hmm. His business ended up closing. Because he couldn't get the equipment he needed, or he couldn't make the payroll, whatever the hell he had to do with it. He ended up getting the money back because there are some lawyers that even, I think, gratis were going out and doing it for free. They were getting this money back and saying, wait a second, what are you doing? And Eric Holder is now saying, you no longer can do that. Now, there are many listening right now who might say, well, wait a second. Isn't it a good assumption that if you pull somebody over in a certain neighborhood, you pull somebody over pulling out of a certain crack house, the innocent crack house, that if they've got a large sum of money on them, that that probably wasn't gotten a legal way? And my answer to you is no. It's not a good assumption. If, in fact, I'm innocent until proven guilty, if, in fact, it's assumed that I'm not a criminal until you can prove that I am. Now, again, this it's not like they confiscated it until they went through the process to find that he didn't have a record, he didn't have a, he wasn't spending jail time, he wasn't on parole or probation, he wasn't a guy who had a known you know, track record for drugs, he was a guy going to buy some restaurant equipment where he thought he could get a good deal with cash. Um, even after they, he was exonerated fully, they weren't going to give him the money back until he got a lawyer to fight it wow. and get the money back. I don't like the government having the ability to seize any of my stuff because they feel like it. It's a clear Fourth Amendment violation. The Fourth Amendment protects us from the government coming in and saying, you know, do you have any guns here? We're going to take them. Oh, we'll also take your third born, and we'll take, I like that that table. I'll take the table, your car, and any money you have. Government can't do that. They must have a reason. They must have probable cause. They must have a warrant. And they had none of that by pulling somebody over for a simple traffic violation. So, yes, in this case, even every once in a while, a blind squirrel gets a nut. I, the blind squirrel, am agreeing with the nut for once. Oh, the, wow. I think that came out wrong. Uh, it did, yeah. Oh, okay. But I think we got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. BuzzFeed, Nicholas Medina Mora, a guy so special needed three names. Hmm. Um, he writes, state and local police in the U.S. will no longer be able to use federal law to seize assets from suspects without evidence of a crime, Attorney General Eric Holder announced Friday. Some know that as today. The controversial program began about 30 years ago, allowing the federal government to adopt cash. They used the word adopt. <laughs> adopt? What a nice word for, it, for you, that. You get to adopt my cash. What's the matter with you? Adopt. 
and other items seized during stops for largely minor infractions like traffic violations by local and state police departments. The federal government and police departments shared in the proceeds with the majority going to the state and local forces. To get the items back, people had to prove how they acquired them, according to Washington Post investigation concerning the practice. Let's say that I give you something. I don't know. Uh, here's nice. here's here's um a thousand dollars for 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 being a, a a great asset to the show. It's never going to happen. Don't, don't hold your breath. But oh, but man. let's say I give you that, and um and, and I'm not going to give you a receipt. You're not going to give me a receipt for it. I mean, it's not it's not that kind of transaction. Mm-hmm. And you get pulled over, and the cop says, "Oh, hey, 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 hey why do you got a thousand dollars on you?" Well, my and you good say, "Oh, well, Joe, my oh, my coworker gave it to me." me. Well, you got to prove that. Yeah, I can't. Now, let's say I'm on the way. You could prove it by asking me to write you something that says I gave well, it to you. Well, uh, okay. Let's say I die on the way home. Oh, no. How do you prove it now? Uh, then I really can't. Thousands gone. Yeah, and you can't get it back. Fair. Because the police have assumed that you got it somehow illegally. Mm-hmm. All right, so the investigation that, that Holder and his Justice Department did while he ignored so many other very, much more important things out there, although I still think it's kind of important. Um, the investigation found that police have made cash seizures, he said. Listen to this. Cash seizures worth almost $2.5 billion wow. from motorists and others without search warrants or indictments since the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. $2.5 billion. Nobody, no search warrant was ever used and nobody was ever charged. Nobody was indicted. They just take it. They take yeah. it and they keep it. Have a nice day. Mm. Police spent the seizure proceeds with little oversight, in some cases buying luxury cars, high-powered weapons, and military-grade gear such as armored cars, according to an analysis of Justice Department data obtained through Freedom of Information requests. Local police departments can still seize assets under state's laws. Quote, asset forfeiture remains a critical law enforcement tool when used appropriately, Holder said. This new policy will ensure that these authorities can continue to be used Um to take the profit out of crime and return assets to victims while safeguarding civil liberties. So, in other words, if I'm driving down the road and I'm speeding and I fit the description and my car fits the description of somebody just held up a bank and I've got a bank bag sitting next to me in the car, I mean, I think that should be probable cause and, and you, that should certainly be seized mm-hmm. until I prove that somehow I didn't rob the bank or, or if I'm... Now, I don't have to prove that he didn't rob the bank until I show that the charges are unprovable against me. Again, innocent until proven guilty. Seizing that until the end of a court process does make sense to me. But seizing it because I might be going to buy a car cash because I have that kind of account and I have that kind of, that's a process that I go through. I'm supposed to jump through a hoop to show the government why I have money that I've earned, that I've built through buying and selling cars. That's stupid. Not only is it stupid, it's un-American and unconstitutional. So, yes, pains me to say it. On this one, I agree with Eric Holder. Mm, don't believe it. He's still Listen, he's still an ass wagon. Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. Major ass wagon. In France, but didn't go to the thing? Come on. I can uh, list 30 things I that, I get that I don't like that he's done. <laughs> but this one I have to agree with because uh, this one is an appropriate change of, of the enforcement of this law, which I think was un, unconstitutional to begin with. 1-800, nope, 1-877-927-2639, 877-927-2639, whatever's on your mind, whatever your thoughts are. You want to be mad at me for, for agreeing with Eric Holder? Have at me. Let's go. Joe Pag Show, back after this.
This is the Joe Pag Show. to have you thanks joe pag show for a friday we got a brandon fort smith arkansas brandon what's going on how you're on the joe pag show thanks joe it's good to good to be on the show i'm a long time listener love the show thanks man um i was just going to talk on the sorority thing for a second um sorority girls pay a lot of money every year for dues to be in these sororities and they know up front what they're getting into. Um, they know what their requirements are, what their rules and regs are. Um, it's, it's just kind of an accepted thing there. Um, and like you were talking about earlier, it is Polish week, not Polish week as in nail polish. (laughs) Um, and that's the, that's the week that they're prepping for rush week, which in Greek life is the biggest week of the entire year. Um, so you can recruit new people. Um, so I'm 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 with you on that. I mean they it's it's their sorority, their rules. If you don't like it, get get in a different one. In, in other words, Carrie's all wet. Carrie's dead wrong. That's not what I said. I agreed with you. No, no, guys. no, no, no. He's no. He says that you're wrong. That's what he said. I don't know. No, he didn't say he was wrong. He didn't say that. Well, Brittany, that's what you said, right, Brennan? Well, Carrie, Carrie is what we would consider a, a GDI, which is an independent, um, <laughs> hmm? like the the Greek life. No, you were in a fraternity, obviously, since you know about all this? Uh, yes, sir. I was in a in Sigma Phi Epsilon. Ah, yo, no, I, I love that. That was a great fraternity. I have no idea. I have no clue. I was not in a fraternity. <laughs> now, now, how does it work with fraternities and sororities? Now, would you guys, uh, would, would, would this, this sorority that's, that's doing the Polish week or the Polish week, whatever, uh, would, would you, you mingle with them or do sororities and, and fraternities stay away from each other? How does it work? Ah, we lost him. He dropped down. He dropped right. You know why? Because good questions got too hard, and um, <laughs> and so. he's remembering his fraternity days where um, um, he he might have had like some sort of a flashback to being drunk all the time. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's not could have been that. And apparently, I'm a could have been that. Oh, oh he, here's something I didn't get to. Here's a little something for you, Joe Paterno. It turns out is again the winningest coach ever been in, in uh, NCAA today. Um, football. Mm-hmm. Yep, they they stripped him of 111 wins that the Penn State football team received or or the victories they they got while Jerry Sandusky was with them. Sandusky of course the the convicted pedophile. Um Joe Paterno has since died, but he lost all those wins from his record so Bobby Bowden was then the winningest coach ever in college football. You know how much it costs to get your 111 wins back? How much? $60 million. Wow, that's a lot of cash. Yeah, $60 million has 60 been, million. Um, uh, it, that's the fine that's being levied. The $60 million mm-hmm. is going to be staying within the state of Pennsylvania, uh, which was the original goal of Penn State's lawsuit against the NCAA. The $60 million fine is what they're, they're, they're giving, um, and mm-hmm. it's going to go to programs to protect kids and so on. I mean, the programs will be good. I'm not against that. But, but if you give somebody $60 million, you can, you can get 111 wins back? Wow, I guess so. 
Now, I understand that there could be a good argument that the wins should never have been taken away, but there shouldn't be a monetary reason for why the wins get put back. If no. you were serious about it and there was a good reason to take the wins away, leave them away. And if you're living, listening in Pennsylvania, and a lot of people do, um, I'm not here to beat up on, on Penn State. I'm not. And Joe Paterno might have been um, complicit. He might not have been complicit. I don't know. I wasn't there. I have no clue. I know that the evidence was there. And if the decision was made by the NCAA, you can disagree with the, with the decision. We can have that talk all day long, and maybe I'll agree with you. But if the decision was made, why change the decision because of a monetary fine being paid? It's the same thing with, with Indama Kinsu, who got to play after paying $70,000 after obviously stepping on Aaron Rodgers' leg on purpose. Look, if he did it and you find him and you suspended him a game, stand by that. If Joe Paterno is expected to have known something about the these allegations and he turned a blind eye, then fine him, find the school, because he's now since died, but find the school and you know take away the wins. If that's the decision, then do it. I don't like that there's a money. Listen, if they said, you know what, we reassessed that we, turns out we were wrong about that. And you don't add the $60 million fine, maybe I understand. But I don't get how or why they, they overturned this at this point. And this one's got, just, just going to make you crazy. Maybe we'll get into this again on Monday. But you can go and get a kid's meal at Wendy's, mm-hmm. but you can't get a soda. Why? They're taking soda away as an option for the kid's meal. Mm-hmm. Now, some may see this as a money grab. This is from Fox News. Amid pressure from public health awareness groups, Wendy's is dropping soda from the drink choices on its kid's menu. According to Wendy's official, the, uh, officials, the move has already gone into effect and is reflecting or reflected on menu boards inside restaurants, at drive throughs and on the app used by its U.S. and Canadian customers. The beverage options now listed for kids are 1% whiter chocolate milk, bottled water, and 100% uh, pure juice. Now, when asked whether you can still buy a soda, what do you think Wendy said? Of course you can. Well, sure. All right, so, so if I go to the drive-thru, the <laughs> if I go to the drive-thru and get a kid's meal, and I say, yeah, I'd like to get a Diet Coke with that, oh, sorry, you're going to have to be milk, chocolate milk, or juice. And I say, okay, make it chocolate milk. And let me get a large Diet Coke, too. They'll say, okay, here's your price. Wow. So it's that fake. Makes no difference. It's fake. You know, I'm looking out for you. Mm-hmm. I think it's a money grab, but that's just me. We got to go for now. That's it for this week. Back on Monday, same time, same place. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.